And here we are. We're back. I forget her name. Basement, Basement Sports. Basement Sports Podcast. Number 19. Ah, you said you were going to say it. <laughs> yeah, but you made me say it. <laughs> well, we have, it's been a while, everybody, and that's there's a myriad of reasons. Meetings, uh, possible coronavirus infection. Some One of us was god. sicker than hell. Oh, my God, was I sick, and it just hung on by its fingernails. Unless you want us to do a podcast where the whole time I'm like, <laughs> Which you I know. didn't want to be in the same studio with No, him. certainly not But it's, And it's I did cough today So I was, yeah, I, so I hey. it's important for everybody to know That we are hey. drinking a little bourbon as this goes off Cheers Cheers to both of us yeah, Absolutely It's very good It tastes mm-hmm. it tastes very much like whiskey I don't want to promote it Because it's hard enough to find as it is now Yeah, it's really good But like it's good You shit. gotta, gotta you know, pay a few more shekels But it's certainly worth it It is It's good <laughs> stuff <laughs> So let's well, get that's that's why don't we open up with the penguinos? Yeah, and see, you well, know, let's start with the fact that they, they the trade we haven't been here since the trade deadline. No, no, so they did acquire some new players, yep. some old, some new, some what's the wedding thing, something borrowed, something blue, something, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they what's blue is black and blue, they're hurt, right. they're very injured for the black and blue, but um, I guess they did borrow a guy or lent him, I should say, because they got him back. Yeah, Sherry. Um, <laughs> back, so you could say he was borrowed. Uh, um, uh, old guys. They got a couple old guys. Old guys yeah. that can still skate. I I think the best acquisition they got was Jason Zucker. From, Zucker's from, good from Minnesota. There's no doubt. I think there, he's, he's no he doubt. was the best acquisition they got. But they also what I th- what everybody's saying here is this: it, the Penguins GM Rutherford is is known for getting a blockbuster deal at the deadline giving up his first round pick right and it always works he's like Midas his golden touch right he didn't do that this year there was nothing major out there to do and and Gensel's gone for the year so he what he did do well they he did went get, out and got four lines they get now. they did get he, he gave up his 2020 first round pick for Zucker he did and so, that's worth it he's yeah. young enough he's good enough Right. Uh, that'll work out. But what my point is, these were depth moves. Right. They have four legitimate lines now. Right. He's not shuffling people in and out, trying to get the fourth line. He was afraid to let the fourth line play mm-hmm. more than five minutes. Right. You know, a game, whatever it is, that might be too low. But he didn't play the fourth line as many minutes as the as you need to to keep your first line fresh. Right. This These guys are going to do it now. Again, we've seen the Penguins coaches put some lines together, and obviously Simone has some pictures of somebody because he's still in a <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins uniform because he's absolutely effing useless. But he's got some dirty pictures. He's got some. Uh, he's definitely got some some crap on somebody that enables him. And I think his wife just likes the city. Maybe I, I don't know. <laughs> Useless, absolutely useless, and he's still playing. But they have four good lines now, and they pers- and they went right out at the deadline, made the trades, and proceeded to lose six straight games, four of which were against some of the worst teams, worst teams in, the teams in the hockey. Right. Especially they're they were zero for three on their West Coast swing. Uh, just simply dreadful. The worst of the bunch was against the the Sharks, <laughs> and four to nothing <laughs> loss with San Jose with Sharks. Patrick. Patrick Marlowe going back, you know, and them just laying an egg, uh, um, you know. But, but it look, turns they out came, that they couldn't score. No, okay? and they you came can't... back. They came back. Luckily, they came back and they played up against a possibly worse team in Ottawa, 
and did Wasn't did what they were supposed too? to. Oh, Detroit's all Detroit's <laughs> Detroit could actually set a record for the least amount of points ever in an NHL season. And this is a side note, but on there's a documentary on one of these ESPN channels, which I don't watch anymore. But I this was on ESPN two, I believe. Right. It's called the Russian Five, the five, the Russians that came over that made Detroit. Stanley Cup champions. Oh, yeah. They were. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. They were such a machine. And Kristen Tinoff or whatever his name got in a bad accident and was in a wheelchair. Yeah. They dedicate that that happened. And he came back and was watched this sweep when they swept the Washington and the Stanley Cup. I don't know if that was in the uh, mid 90s. Yeah, Something I believe like that, so. They were so good. Oh, my and God. Were they good? Bad they are now. Yeah. It's a shame. I, you know, the. The the Penguins and the Wings and their history, they probably have the most epic back to back Stanley Cup finals. You know that that was such a that was such drama. Those, Much better you know, than the um, Penguins in Washington. Of yeah, recent. Well, well, yeah, I'm talking about like a, a, as a Stanley Cup final. Oh yeah, two you good had teams. you had two really really good teams and they played in Stanley Cup finals against each other back to back years. And Detroit they knew took each other. the first. They knew each other. Detroit took the first. The Penguins took the second. Yeah. And it was like really, really tight. Here, here's a great story. So I, the first year when they lost, because they lost in six games to the to the Red Wings, and game six they lost in Pittsburgh, and and that's where the Wings took the cup. I was in Canada on a fishing trip. Out in the middle of freaking nowhere. Yeah, they drop you off by plane. No, no, th- this wasn't one of those plane trips. This was a, we actually boated up this lake, but right. still middle of nowhere. Yes. Yeah. And I remember we had a radio and I got a signal, like a horrific signal. Yeah, and it was in English. Not it was in English. Thank God. It yeah. wasn't in, it wasn't in French. French. And well, Detroit's we're, not far from Canada. Oh, and we're listening to the Penguins nearly tie that game. I mean, it was like. They were buzzing like bees around a hive to take a, a line away from Mike Lang. But it was like, it was so exciting. And now to see, to your point, to see the Red Wings just struggling the way they are. It, it, I, you know, there's a part of me, even though I was rooting so hard against them, you know, like they're one of the, you know, they're one of the original originals, you original know, 13, origi- yeah, they're, they're like, like they're, they should be good. They should always be there every year. And they're just, they're just God awful. Yeah. They are, and I mean, they haven't drafted well. They've made some trades. They've made some bad contracts they couldn't unload. But um, uh, we digress going back about the Penguins. I, but right. if you can see that documentary about— I, I want to watch that. Uh, the watch Five it. Russians, I think it's called. It's all right. about the Red Wings uh, back in the 90s. They were, the, they were called the Red Army. I mean, they yeah, were they, they it's all Russian. They, were, they, 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 they were, were the first team to right. sign these Russian guys. Yeah, Larry Onoff was one of them and there was Oh, uh, they were all ended in OV. Fedorov and yeah, <laughs> everything were, ended in OV. But you know what? Those guys were still a Everything lot of those guys off, were I remember was the guy that got hurt in they, a car accident. They came here and won Stanley Cups cuz they were still pissed off that their country lost the 1980 Olympics. Yeah. In the nice. Yeah. But um so they did and then they came home last night and I always think and think the first home game off a road road trip cross country is always horrible. Right. But they they were two goals in the first 2 minutes. Right. Um and they took it to them right off the jump. And they looked well again and you tell me is it they were just home? And they looked better or is it was it uh coincidence uh, I that think, Marino and Dumerlin were back? I think well I think 
that makes a huge difference. Absolutely. I think it makes just a gigantic difference. You can just see that they couldn't get the the puck. The the Penguins looked in California like they couldn't wait to get home. Like they just like. Well, like they didn't want to go in the first place. Right. That's. They're like, oh my Plus god! Plus, they had new guys on each line, right? So that's a hell of a that's a hell of a way to try to figure shit out. Yeah, is on but a they did on play a horrible trip. Team. They played they played really bad. I mean, they played teams that like you should get out of that three game series with at a minimum three points, like you know yeah. either a loss, a win, a tie, a, uh, you know a, a regular a, a shootout loss or something like that. You should yeah. be at least getting three points out of that, especially. With the run that they went on, and actually for a game, took over first place. Yeah, for a born whole game. Yeah, and but it's just amazing. That just goes to show you professional sports, man. And traveling cross country is not easy. It's not. It sucks. Your body's in a different zone. It. It's horrible. I've you, done it takes it. It sucks. at least a day. Right. Um, remember, they're playing over there at seven thirty. These guys, it's ten thirty at night here. I know. Their body clock is. And I they know. Didn't even start yet. Right. So it's two thirty in the morning when they're done playing. Um, it's just very difficult to do, but uh, they did get a big win last night, and they got Buffalo coming up tonight. They're at Buffalo tonight, and Buffalo has spanked them. Yeah, they owe they owe Buffalo. So it'd be nice if they could get that win today. Well, but the trades it. were good. Uh, they got four good. They have four good lines now. They can right. play them. What they can do it. Remember, Pittsburgh plays a little different. Pittsburgh believes in. Fast, hard, short shifts. Right. And that goes for the first line and the fourth. They like short shifts. They want you to be 100% when you're on the ice. And I think I I think, I think, getting Marlowe was, was a smart move. Well, he, he can still skate. And yep. what some of the things they said is Marlowe played too many minutes. Right. He's older. He's fast. But he was playing on teams that aren't making the playoffs. Right. And Zucker played long shifts. Right. So you're going to see some more explosion out of those guys. And, and, and the thing is, both guys are great character guys. That's what they said. Locker. Uh, yeah. Veteran. Vet, veteran guys. Zucker, there was a great story, and I, I, I don't want to get it completely wrong so people can look it up. There was a really great story about Zucker and his wife uh, and the relationship they had with this child who had cancer who unfortunately passed away. And just you mean back like, in San Jose, back in, no, back, no, I'm, it's a Zucker back in Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. Okay. And Zucker. so it was a really, really great story. And like the the um, the the fundraising that they do and all of these things. And she's um, his wife is hysterical on Twitter. She's really funny. And, um, uh, you know, she said something that uh, she said something um, made a comment um Again, I'm paraphrasing here on Twitter, but it was like one of those that's what she said moments. You know, I mean, she just laid it out there for everybody to see. And it was really, really funny. And I, I, you know, you hear about him as a character. You read those articles. There's there's umpteen articles about Patrick Marlowe's character. That's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah. And, and, you know, his family. And and the funny thing was, Marlowe. He's moving cross country. Right. And Marlowe. Was when he was a kid was a huge Penguins fan. Oh yeah, they have There's all those of pictures jerseys. of him in Penguin yeah. jerseys. So, you know, I I think the Penguins, you know, certainly have the the pieces that they need, especially with guys coming off injury, to make a serious run. Well, I just don't know how he's going to adapt to there's no, people who aren't shitting in the streets in Pittsburgh. I mean, well, that's. I yeah. mean, how do you give that up? And here's a weird question: 
<laughs> oh my God, you went there. In the wind. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Nancy Pelosi. Anyway, we don't do politics here. Yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, let me ask you a question because I don't know the answer to this. I mm-hmm. think I know the answer. Last night in the wind. Right. Penguins had a hat trick by Rust. Right. So you're telling me that. You get a, you buy a fifty dollar Pittsburgh hat. You take it into the arena, and yeah, a guy and you does it. You toss it, baby. It the, are they gone? No, they. What happens to them? Do they, they collect them and throw them in lost. I the think crowd, they or? collect them and they donate them. All right, but you I don't think get your hat back. Right? I don't think you get your hat hey, back. That's what I was thinking. I'll, I'll be damned if I'm paying fifty. Are you gonna? For an so would hat. you? So well, but what you could do is like you could wear an old one. Or you could put a chip in it and then track it down somewhere back one in that in one of those cans. That they put yeah, you get one of those tiles and find out who. Well, you down know what a lot of people. It. You know what a lot of people do. They, they take, take an old hats. crappy hat. With yeah, them, that's, what I, that's my like, point. Wave I'm it. telling you, I saw look some your closet. Nice penguins. I know. On the ice I think they was a. I think there was a hat giveaway. Oh, well, uh, wouldn't that so, be nice? Yeah, so you, you get this get free hat and you toss it. All right, because I didn't understand that. And then, and then there's probably a guy next to him who wants to keep his hat, and he has his kid with him. He tells his kid, hey, you throw your hat. Yeah, he just takes on. a hat off his kid and throws it. And the chick filling, picking up hats, throwing them in a bucket was hot, right. too. <laughs> she was one of the girls that cleans the ice in between periods or yeah. breaks. She's skating around there. And since there's a lack of... Way, since there's cheers. a lack of... There's since the, we are drinking. Since there's a lack of cheerleaders. I just want to cheers to whoever invented those black, stretchy yoga pants. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Or woman. I don't know who did it, so I don't know who it is. But <laughs> congratulations to you. You've made a lot of men happy. <laughs> We've Although got... we should stop making them over a certain size. Okay. Well, you know, well, I'm, I I don't think we need to get into a conversation about, like, you know. Yeah, you can talk about yoga pants imp- size 28. Implant, implanted butts and stuff. Yeah, whatever. Like... <laughs> but she was pretty hot. So anyway, hats <laughs> off to you, young lady, and all you guys that. Paid 50 bucks for a hat and chucked it on the ice. I think you're an idiot. I think they did it, though, in order to see her come out and pick them up. Well, That's exactly what that might be worth exactly. 50 bucks, the one I saw. <laughs> so that was my cocky question. Well, I think that the, uh, you know, this is going to be a big weekend for the Penguins. So they got the, the Sabres tonight. They're hosting the Capitals and the Hurricanes. I'll be at the Caps uh, game. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's it's going to be, um, it's going to be fun. And it's going to be. It's going to be a fun weekend to well, watch hockey. I, I, don't get me on the, the exact numbers on this, but after this weekend, I think they got literally have like 14 of their last 18 games are against conference, conference people. Conference teams, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. This, th- it is good because those six games in a row, uh, I don't want to say anything, but my Flyers have crept right up on them. They yeah, just they keep have. keep winning. Yeah. Um, and here's my question to you to expand on this again because you know hockey better than I do. Okay. Do you remember when the Florida Panthers mm-hmm. would play that trap? Right. And the Devils would play the trap. Right. Okay, you know what the Flyers are playing? The 1-3-1. One, 1-3-1. Three, one. One, three, one. If they get a lead, right. they don't try to score. It's right. like soccer. Right. They trap you where you can't get a play going in their zone. Right. Because they have an extra defenseman back. And then every time you try to get that puck in there, they don't even look to get They don't look the to ice. score. No, Mm-mm. no. They just said... We got. It's almost like their defense is on a power play. They got an extra guy roaming around, right, trying to stop you from scoring, and it's winning, right. Well, and they're fast. I, the and they're the young. Devils won Stanley Cups doing That's that. That's my point. Yeah. So Florida tried it for a few years. Well, you know what they did? They won the division. Right. They didn't win anything out of it. They didn't score enough. Right. But you still got to be able to score. You still have to get the lead anyway. When right. you get two goals down, you can't play that way because right. you don't have enough offensive guys on a rush. Right. I get it. Right. But the Flyers are, if it's one goal game or it's tied, they're not letting you score. 
No. And they're beating good teams. Right. Um, so we'll see. And it'll I be, love, it'll and be I fun. Tell you, you know, I'm a Philly guy in all the sports. I, I have converted to more of a Penguin fan than a Flyer fan. That's the only sport. But um, they're fun to watch again. They are fun. They I mean, are they're not fun. the Broad Street bullies anymore, but they're still fun to watch. Now they're fun because they're I like their orange unis. Mm-hmm. And they're fast. Flyers had some young kids. No, well, they got they, they got have they have more speed. They yep, do definitely. So, so anyway, I, I, the playoffs I are always that. fun. NHL playoffs are just it's the best it's playoffs the, yep. by far of any of the sports because it's not tied. The referees it's at like another every level. other sport. Mm-hmm. They swallow the whistle. Right. Uh, nothing pisses me off more than watching an entire NBA season, and then when it gets to the playoffs, they they might as well not even have whistles. And the NFL is the same way. Pass interference, they call every touch foul for right. 16 weeks, 17 weeks. Right. The playoffs come, and as long as the guy's not bleeding, you're allowed to do anything you want. You can hold them. <laughs> you can pass interference. And hell, you saw what they did to the Saints. Yeah. That was a blatant mugging. That guy got away with his wallet, <laughs> condoms in the wallet. He took everything. <laughs> and they don't call anything. They just quit calling stuff. NBA does not call fouls. No. Uh, and then MLB is as close to the real thing. Except sometimes it's snowing during your playoff game. <laughs> so hockey playoffs, there's nothing more exciting pa- than an pirates, overtime game. Pirates won't know what playoffs are, right. you know, and they won't that's know that, if there's going to be any snow. Great segue. <laughs> the last time We're, I looked at the standings, the Pirates uh, had lost their first seven or eight games in spring. Yeah, they actually got swept today in split squad. Well, they, they won a couple games anyway, they won a couple I saw. Games. But they, they, this team is but going to be But have you seen the lineups? Awful. I mean, have you seen the they're, names? Yeah, they're just awful. Oh. I mean, oh my God. there was some stuff going on on Twitter, and somebody brought up a point about, um, boy, I hope, I wish, I, I would hope nobody shows up for games. And I made the it point. Matter. I said, it doesn't matter. He could not have a single attendee the whole season. He's still going to make millions of dollars. Yeah, thanks, revenue sharing. So it, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're just in a, and, I, you know, I, I threw a question out there, and nobody got back to me. And I and here's my question. Nobody's really answered this for me, like straight up, and I'd have to look at the history. If this goes on for years, we're nutting just we have the lowest we have the lowest payroll in baseball. He's not putting anything into it. And all of a sudden, you know, we're just we're a laughing stock and basically a farm system at the major league level. Is there a time when the and Major League Baseball steps in and forces him to sell? No. Because because didn't they do that to the Marlins at one time? Uh, didn't they step yeah, in and be, say? But that's again because attendance was three thousand people a game. Yeah. The problem with Pittsburgh is they don't care. Yeah. It's the nicest ballpark in the country, and you can get a ticket for ten bucks. They have dollar dog night and dollar. In three dollar beer night. Let's have more fireworks and yeah. bobbleheads and concerts oh, because God. it's it's all and here the, a joke. And, and like I'm you a, said he just giggles. And I'm a baseball fan, and I uh, no offense no to anybody. Fan there's no baseball fans in me. the there, and there's no baseball fans in the stadium. It's that's why that's why you have to put nets up to protect people from foul balls. Just because say that. you know because, why they need netting because, because nobody pays attention. Don't watch the game. They don't watch it. They're on their phone. Or they're or pissing talking. around with their kid. They're just talking. They're talking it's like the guy next to there's them. a baseball game going on, and you're not paying attention to the game. And you're dumb enough to buy a lower level seat. Yeah, where you could get 
nailed by a foul ball. Yeah. By if a screaming you liner. just go and enjoy the stadium, I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah. Set in the upper deck. Now I can't see shit because I got to look through a net because you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, they lost two games today, the split squad, 9-7 both to the Phillies and Braves. And Bravos, yeah. Let me look at just some quick stats here in the box score. Newman. The Hello, great, the great, <laughs> the big rookie <laughs> from last year. Yep. He's hitting 167 awesome. so far this spring. He did have a hit today, so he's probably out of the form. I know. Adam Frazier's bitten 211. I know uh, Josh Bell had a home run today in the Atlanta game. All right. Oliva. Some guy in Oliva. Yeah, got him. 158. The Pabst. Well, I already like him. <laughs> you named after a beer. <laughs> he's a catcher. You never see him again in the big leagues. but he's well, We might because, you know, we – we love these two eleven hitting catchers. Well, or, did you, you know. see the? Speaking of uh, slow hitting, the guy that they signed when they right before they traded Marte, Heredia, uh, Meal or Heredia, well, uh, Heredia. He said O ninety one. Nice. That's outstanding. Yeah. Great work, man. Yeah, Murphy <laughs> Jr., who had two home runs, I believe, recently in a game, is now up to one fifty four. And how how shitty, how shitty, do the Pirates look? Um, with uh, with the the Brewers signing Yelich to that long term contract. Well, if, here's the thing: Brewers win. They all they don't have a payroll, but they still win. Right. So they're doing better drafting. They're doing better. Pirates haven't had a good draft. You're since. so horrible. It's, it's bad. Oh my And then they spend God, money to get Dominican so players. Horrible. Good news. They just signed the richest 16 year old who's probably 28. And we we have he's the, from a Dominican. I think we have the lowest payroll, like by such a wide margin. They're in the bottom three. Yeah, I mean, Marlins are still below you. Okay, but you'll probably, if you could, you'd trade Polanco and Bell tomorrow. Oh, and I'm. Polanco's and making five, six million, and Bell's up probably nine million. Yeah, he didn't even arbitration win this year. Or something. I don't know. Here's center fielder, your new fast center fielder, and he is fast, Dyson. Yeah. He's hitting one twenty five. So I love his. If a pitcher happens to in. hit him in the ass, I loved his honesty <laughs> coming in when he. He didn't like, have any other offers. Yeah, wasn't much out there. So yeah. I'll play for this dumpster fire. Kinda. He's uh, he's hitting one twenty five in the spring. Awesome. So here's your Reynolds, the other great rookie. Yeah, he's Ren- up to two twenty two in the spring. Okay. You know, Bell's hitting 154. Awesome. Some kid Osuna. I think Osuna's their best hitter so far. In the spring, but he does that every spring. He, he hits can the cover hit. off the ball. Yeah, and then he can't catch it. Yeah. Polanco's up to 308, which means he should be blowing out his knee any day now. <laughs> Let's see. Moran's. Oh, Moran's a solid, solid MLB player. He's up to 235. Awesome. So he's probably pretty happy. He's clearing He's clearing the Mendoza line There's your by catcher. A lot. Stallings, the big lefty. Yep. He's hitting 417 in spring, and I'll tell you why. He hasn't batted against a lefty yet. Well, he probably has only batted like four or five times. <laughs> they're trying to and they're trying son, to conserve and him. I believe they signed Chris Tucker is his name, the actor in uh, <laughs> with Jackie Chan of Chris Tucker. He's same second base, and he's up to 353. So uh, it's oh ugly. Oh, my God. And I what can't even a, tell what you. What an absolute embarrassment. All right, so Williams is going to be one of your top five starters. I'm right. guessing he's number three, right behind probably Archer and uh, oh, I can't think of his name right now. I will in a minute. Archer got a haircut. Yeah, so. well, Williams the ERA is now thirteen and a half. That is so terrific. Mears out of the bullpen's eleven five seven. Stratton eleven two five. What about our What about our closer that's only going to get like maybe single digit 
save attempts this year? Well, they have a couple. Uh, Del Pozo and Erlen. One's ERA is 771 and one's not. I'm talking about Kella. Well, Kella probably didn't make the trip. Oh, okay. He's probably drunk. <laughs> I mean, why else would he? he might as well drink? Well, I would. If I in the game, if I had to play, if I had to play for this team, I would. Christ, we're drunk now. <laughs> Let me look. Let me see if Kella got in the game against the Phillies. Oh, Archer. I, Archer must still be hurt. He hasn't had any. I know the other day Kella pitched and he just got lit up. <laughs> he was a just big got, signing from got Texas. Lit they got up. they traded for him. Yeah, because their uh their their closer was a was a pedophile child molester. Child molester. Well, I mean, listen, everybody has a hobby. Let's see. Escobar, <laughs> twelve. <laughs> the ERA so twelve. Howard, nine eight two. Oh Jerez, nine eight two. Rios with a Y. Eleven two five. No easy. Seven two zero. Never Oscus, which is a major leaguer, going to be on the roster, is pitching to a. I mean, he pitched an inning, but he's a two two five ERA. The um, uh, <clears throat> yeah. they're going to be horrible. Um, they're going to lose over a hundred games. Just go to Vegas and bet it. I remember. I remember uh, when I was on Twitter, the Pirates Twitter page, that like stuff would come up through the first seven games. Of a um, uh, <laughs> they're like, remember it's only spring, and they had to do it like seven times mm. in a row because yeah. they were just getting I, bombed. Someone that works for the Pirates put down uh, Buckos get first victory of spring or something like that, or someone homers in victory of spring that made them like one and eight. And I think I put on Twitter, "You're God forbid, you have the worst job on the planet." <laughs> You have to try yeah, to write something to positive about this, this team turd. every day. Like, what did he write the first eight games? Oh, just like, oh, it's hey everybody, it's here we spring. are at the Pirates. It's only spring. It's only spring, and nobody got hurt in the shower. Yeah, it's, we're at Lecom Park, where it used to be more. I'll always call it McKechnie Field. Yeah, because in you Bradenton. Know, well, because nutting unceremoniously. Uh, uh, unceremoniously dumped the McKechnie name and the family name because he's such a jackass. He's bad. without even telling the family, by the way, not 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 even having the damn courtesy to let the family know. Hey, it's his ball. But, you don't like it? Go home. God, he's an ass. And Pittsburgh doesn't care. They'll still go. I'll still go. I bitch about it all the time I saying, won't go. "Quit going." I will not buy a ticket. I will. I will, not. I, lo I will. There's nothing I like better than to get down there and look, I'll watch go a, to a real I'll good go, team play go, Pittsburgh. I'll go. Yeah, the in a beautiful team. park. Yep. The opposing team. Yeah, I'd rather go to either see the Altoona Curve or the Wild. Well, the Altoona Curve is a very nice stadium as well. That's very nice. Very nice. And it's, you could probably get up to Altoona and back as just as quick as going down to the PNC a, Park and back. A lot less for parking. You know, a lot less for a ticket. Yeah, I don't know, but they're horrible. Um, so good bad. luck. I love baseball. I'm, I got the I get the baseball package on TV. Yeah. So some nights they're the only game on regular cable, so I can watch every game, any game I want. So we're going to um, we're going to try to get on a, uh, a, a a pirate discussion. So if all of you remember. We had the great Wayne Wagoner to come on and talk to us about um, talk. Hey, the bottle's behind you. If you want a little I bit know, more, I'm running that. out of ice. Yeah, yeah, well, I can get you some more ice here in we'll a second. Get the so, producer. So, um, your ice. <laughs> we uh, we're going to try to get Paul Wagner on. This is actually Wayne's son. 
he's a real baseball guru and a pirate fan, and he he's knows. Not that big of a guru. He likes the pirates. But I mean, he's he really knows the stuff. He knows the the farm teams and who they've got coming in and and like the development and things like that. And he's got a great opinion on these things. So we're going to try to get Paul. Paul's got a pretty busy schedule. So we're going to try to get Paul uh, on the podcast to do like a one hour kind of pirate season preview uh, to try to, you know, like I said, polish a turd, make it uh, sound more exciting than it's going to be. So, but you know what, Uh, speaking of Wayne, um, we should, uh, we're going to have to start getting these guys to come in. We got spring, uh, spring practice for college football uh, starting to go on. And spring games and recruits and, and, and spring games are, um, uh, spring games are going to be starting here uh, pretty soon. So, uh, you know, I, I love college football. That's, that's my, that's my solace on, uh, on Saturdays during, uh, uh, during the, during the fall. Love college football. Yeah, I mean, uh, we like to start having guests. Um, mm-hmm. Helps the discussion flow. It's a lot more interesting uh, than goes we faster, are. and <laughs> and to get to get what other people in Pittsburgh are actually thinking right. is great because it, a lot of them aren't like us. No, um, I, I definitely don't pull any punches when it comes to Pittsburgh sports because I can give two shits. I'm not a Pittsburgh fan. Right. Um, I don't come from Pittsburgh. For those of you listening for the first time or third. Fifth or seventeenth. Actually, we don't have anybody 19th. to listen to seventeen of them. Well, they did listen when you soloed the uh, the fantasy draft. Yeah. But you want to do a baseball draft? We show do want to do. Well, but yeah, we do. Uh, we're, the other thing too is I'm a nerd about is the NFL draft. So yeah. we had a draft uh, show last year. We did. We had a little draft show, but nobody really. Uh, nobody's the biggest nerd as I am, and uh, we did it late last year. Right. So this year, I think I've already got some sleepers. The combine just ended. Yeah. So the prospects, some of the there's it, it's a as far as elite prospects, I'm sorry. Do you have any? There's gu- not. Do you have any guests you want to try to bring in? Uh, maybe we could get. Some, there's some people that want to come in. Yes. Right, right. Uh, whether I want them to come in or not is another story. <laughs> I will remind you that my experts that came on in fantasy football, one finished dead last in his league, and the other one lost in the second round of the playoffs. Yep. So I lost in the finals. Hold on, year. hold on. I'm I'm going to get you some ice. Keep keep All rolling. Right. So. Yeah, so we have those two things coming up. Um, today, today I did a little combine reports, and for you guys that they're into football, much as everybody on the planet, if you want to Google Todd McShay's combine, and just it'll come up. It'll be Todd McShay has, who is a uh, historic kind of Mel Kuyper's nemesis as far as uh, knowing what draft prospects and stuff are. But he he has an article out there, and oh, he just keeps every year he keeps stats about what positions equate to what drills and the times. For example, he will break down into this table a, co- a three cone drill. A prospect is elite if he can do the three cone drill in X amount of seconds. And then it goes to average, and then it'll go if no prospect that ran a cone drill slower than this speed ever was a all star or an all pro or anything like that. So. Uh, that's one thing that I like to look at, and then I go back and look at the draft results. And when I say he, the people that he says certain results and certain drills, it's guys like Brian Urlacher. Um, 
guys that weren't exactly stars coming into the draft, but they were stars and Hall of Famers when they left. They all had certain characteristics at the Combine. So I did that stuff uh, already since the Combine's over, um, and I have some sleepers in the draft. There's not – it's a very, very poor year for offensive linemen. There's a very poor year for edge rushers. Uh, yeah. And I'm just talking overall based on other years of how many prospects. Uh, probably a really good wide receivers group this year. Yeah. Uh, defensive <clears throat> linemen, nope. Offensive linemen, nope. Mm-hmm. Cornerbacks and safeties, not really. No. This is a really weak draft year for most positions, except for I'm going to say wide receiver. Yeah, it looks like wide receivers pretty deep, and there's been a lot of talk, at least regarding the Steelers, about them needing a tight end. Not a lot, at not a standout one. tight end that I see. There was a lot of talk about Moss out of LSU, but boy, I got my questions on him. I really um, do. Yeah, there's no there's no major tight ends out there that have the same combine results as some of the other years, the last couple years. Uh, and remember, the talk of fantasy football last year was how McDonald was going to just be the best pick him up, right? Because he was the only he was a starter, and uh, he was the only tight end Pittsburgh had coming back. Basically, well, he didn't do shit. So it's a, and again, you'll get that in these magazines. Well, well, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about you know. We'll talk about the draft and and talk about you know going into the draft, and then we'll certainly be talking about who got who after the draft. Right. But let's talk about free agency a little bit. And my opinion, which may or may not be a popular one, I think the Steelers should just let Bud Dupree go. I I, I agree totally. You know, uh, most people don't in Pittsburgh. If you listen to talk shows and they're all saying you got to either franchise Dupree, which is asinine because then he's a top five paid defensive end or outside linebacker. I don't know what he's even classified as. Right. Um, uh, uh, Probably a linebacker, linebacker, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, just giving him a long term deal. Well, here's the problem with that, guys. He had one good year. Yeah. And it happened to be the year his contract was up. Yeah. So. I'm scared to death of giving him money. And, and honestly. And how much of that is because of what? I don't even care about that. Yeah. But Pittsburgh people here in Pittsburgh think you have to sign that guy. Right. I, I'm with you. I don't. I let him walk. Yeah. Um, I am no. Now, is I, he restricted or unrestricted? No, he's unrestricted. Okay. He'll be, so, he'll be unrestricted. So the, the Steelers. March 18th or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So the Steelers will have an opportunity to try to you know, to try to sign him to a long-term deal. But because of that year and because you have so many teams like the Raiders out there that will just throw bags of money at bad players, I'm just not, you know what, for one season, I'm sorry, man. I'm not convinced. I'm What's not, he want? He wants $7, 8000000 a year? I, I, don't, I don't even know if that's come out like what he wants. Yeah. What he what he's demanding. I, I'm you with know, you. I, uh, if, if you're... And I always think about this. If people just took the names off the teams, didn't know who these guys played for, and put number, whatever Bud Dupree's number is, put it down on a piece of paper. 48. Number 48. Mm-hmm. Had X amount of games since he's c- right. come into the league. Has X amount of sacks, X amount of tackles, X amount of forks, fumbles. No names, no teams associated with it. Right. If you just read his stat line. Right. One, two, three, fourth year. Right. You wouldn't sign him. 
I know. But it's Pittsburgh and it's a Dupree and they they need they'll have a hole there if they didn't do it. You know what? Pittsburgh does as good as filling holes as any team in the right. league. We both last year during the draft said if Pittsburgh's going to be good, they got to go get this linebacker right now. Yeah. And they did. And they did. Pittsburgh made the trade up, and we were on, we were t- t- texting yeah, we each other. Yeah, we were texting each other. Saying, this is it. Got to be Bush. You gotta go got to go now. Yep. You have get to go now. get him. And right. they did. And he, and he and it paid off. Absolutely We had did. a really good rookie season. Really yeah, good absolutely did. And yeah. you know what? Dupree has literally done, had one good year, and all, it may be coincidence. Maybe things just clicked finally. Because Maybe. people do see... The green light comes on at some point for players. Sure. But I think Watt on the other side means you could see what other free agents are out there at less money. Um, and you could also draft somebody. I, I don't sign him either. So I don't, I, I'm with you as far as whether you sign Dupree or not. I agree. I, I think that, um, see, we don't know what the coaches know. So we don't know if there's a guy waiting in the wings, a young guy behind Dupree. I don't have their depth chart. Well, like there's the, the, the the kid Ola, you know, who they got back. There's, I think, I don't forget if Tuzar Skipper is inside or outside, but anyway, regardless. And we don't know what they're looking at as far as free agency. That's what I'm saying. I let them. So they they might be saying, you know, we can get a veteran, an older guy. For for a year and or they two, can, and they can split snaps with the younger guys at three or four million. And we're a year. gonna and we're gonna be just fine. And remember, know? their defense was so good. And I gotta tell you something else too. Dupree is not that good against a run. That's he what I'm saying. He really isn't. Look like at his he, stats. Yeah, it's just he's not. You know, you I can't pay that much money for a for a pass rusher. Right, right, and, and he's and, not and good in coverage. He's not. He's not. He's he's good at. Uh, I shouldn't say that. He can probably he can cover some tight ends. But he's he he did. Let, I mean, let's give let's give him his due. He had a very good season rushing the passer. Sure last did. Year. He really really did. He's you know who he is. He's Irving. He played yeah. with Seattle. He or, oh, Irving from West Virginia. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. who he is. Yeah. That's he's a, that's almost a unblockable good, on third and long. That's a pretty good. But he wasn't unblockable two years ago. No, he wasn't. So did the light come on? It just took him a while. And now he's going to be that good every year, or, what, or, or did he, he just or has need he been, money, or has he been hurt, or has he uh, had like some nagging injuries that just you and know? And I do think shake. the coaches know more about that they than know. I do. They see him in practice. They know. They know if they're. The other thing that concerns me with the Steelers is their offensive line turned to shit. Yeah, but they also lost the best offensive line coach in football because they were a bunch of cheap pricks. <clears throat> Maybe, Sorry. but it's the same guys. I mean, an I offensive know. line doesn't tell you who's a block on each play. Yeah. I'm oh, he's saying this is the concept here. If they stunt, you stay here. You pick up the guy coming around. I get that, but right. you can only it, once you learn that 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 Munchak did. You can't. <clears throat> you, did they forget doing that, or right. did the new guy come in and say, "Oh, we don't we forget stunts. We don't care about stunts." Right. They couldn't block anybody. They couldn't they run could, the ball. They couldn't run the ball. They couldn't block anybody. Which is another good point. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Don't tell me James Connors, you're you're no. going into the season with no. him as you're written in number one. I think he could be. He got hurt too, but several times. I'm okay with James Connor being the number one, but you got shit behind him. You like the Snell kid out of Kentucky? I, I did li- not. I like him. 
Uh, I thought he had a, some flashes last year when he had a chance to play. Um, but Dude. but but also but also, you were talking about depth in the draft. There's always running backs in always. the draft. There are always running backs. I love Dobbins. I was just going to say I, you. I love him. There's talk I, that he's going to fall to the second round. Yeah, and if he okay, so you're the Steelers. He's sitting there. I take him. Okay. Yeah. How do you not? Here, here's another philosophy. We always talk about this about draft shit. Do you take the best player available or the des- best player available for your what you need? That's always a question. See, the it Steelers, is difficult. The Steelers have always gone by the best player available, and I that's my philosophy. Right. Okay, you have a couple running backs. Here's the other thing that that taking the best player available does. If you have, let's just say Pittsburgh's one of their strengths is defensive line. Right. If Kinlaw's available, he drops to the second round. He's a defensive lineman, and he's there. Right. I take him. Well, you don't. That's our strongest position on the team. You're right. Yeah. And if we get through through spring and we got too many guys, guess what? Yeah. We can trade one we'll for trade a pick, one off. Right. or we can trade one for another guy's position of strength, or and what? maybe we get a different a backup and, safety and so or what? cornerback. You have an absolute dominant defensive yeah. line that nobody can run on. And how many you know? people teams? <laughs> Don't want that. Right, exactly. You know? Well, there, there's either... You the can, Niners made it to the Super Bowl with a, with a defensive line. Yeah. Period. P- period. Period. In a running game. Well, the other thing is, the other... Oh, what's the name of the running back, the kid from um, from Wisconsin? Um, the kid that set all the records? Yeah. Uh, what the hell is his name? Be- because he's another one. He'll you know, be there in round two for sure. He'll be there in round two. So but if Dobbins isn't there. I'm going to tell you there. right now, Dobbins is better than Zeke Elliott. I'm going to tell you right now. Really? Wow, that's I, I a think hell he's of a better statement. than Zeke Elliott. That's a hell of a statement. He's not as big. He's faster. The guy can catch passes. He can pick up the blitz. Zeke might be better picking up pass blockers, uh, staying in. But Dobbins, they beat. They had... LSU beat until Dobbins went down. LSU couldn't tackle him. Jonathan Taylor is, is the guy Wisconsin. from Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. And all he's done is lead the Big Ten in rushing for four years. <laughs> oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's it's good at Wisconsin because they always have big old farm boys up there in the front line just plowing, you know, plowing and again, huge holes. I, in I always love it in the draft when bad teams, they have a guard from Wisconsin <laughs> – or a guard from Idaho State. Yes. And they're they're looking at him. They're looking at their tape, and they take the guy from Idaho State because he was two-tenths of a second faster. Um, have you seen the Big Ten run the ball? Yeah. Take the kid from take Iowa. The kid from take I- the kid yeah. from Wisconsin. Take the guy from uh, mostly Iowa, Wisconsin, the corn fed, the corn belt. Right. They have offensive line juggernauts every year. Right. And then guys that surprise people and get a starting job, they're right. from Iowa or Wisconsin. Yeah, I love watching, uh, you know, the primetime games yeah. when they do the announcements, yeah. that, you know, when they announce themselves. And they're like, you hear all these guys, these offensive linemen from the Big Ten, but you also get like these offensive linemen from schools you barely ever heard of. You also got and people that can't speak English. They're all. They're all, they're all, let me guess, like, you know, cornerback, Darius Bain, Evan State. Swagging, swagging you. Yeah. Well, I, well, that is one funny thing. And again, I love the name. I love the names. Al- Alexa Paxi High School. I love the names that they come up with sometimes. They cra- They do crack me up. <laughs> they absolutely crack, especially when they like poke fun at each other. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's, it's like, 
you, you look at these kids, you're like, okay, it goes all the way back to when the Steelers set up their dynasty and they were picking up guys out of like, you know, the, the Joe Greens from North Texas, you know, that nobody had heard of this guy. They picked Joe Green and they're like, who in the hell is Joe Green? <laughs> until you saw and, him. Until you saw, yeah, and then he's like, he, he's, he's a monster. And, you know, the Steelers started this trend all the way back then where they will – look, if you even play division – what's the old-time Division Two football? Yeah, yeah. They'll find you. They'll find your ass, you know? You'll end up at the Combine. Hell, a couple of years ago, a kid from IUP ended up at the Combine. Well, there's been – there's plenty yeah. of people from Bloomsburg right. Major League. Right. Jari Evans, or whatever his name is, has been a lineman. Yeah. And from Bloomsburg. Yeah. Really? Christ, he played at Lock Haven. I mean, Bloomsburg won 48 to nothing, but right. that's not the point. Yeah, so, I mean, they're going to find it. And it's, it's, it's amazing to me that you get these diamonds in the rough and it's these really, really good te- – that's the really good teams that find these guys that nobody's heard of and are able to plug them in and they learn the system and they play really, really well. I mean, you're always going to have the, the Watts of the world and, you know, the guys that you heard of or they're highly touted coming in. But I even have to laugh at some of like these draft services, and you know, do you know that some some of these people had Bush last year that the Steelers took, like going into the combine before the combine, they had him as like maybe a late second or third round pick. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Who is? I'm trying to think. I'm sitting here. I'm a Cowboy fan, so I'm trying to think. And you're talking about these kids from nowhere when Jimmy Johnson d- built that team. Right. Uh, the defensive tackle who actually – Leon Lett, no, he was one Leon. of them. But he's not the one I'm thinking of that picked up the football or, and kicked it or fumbled it going into the end zone. That was Leon. Okay. So they did – That was Leon Lett. Uh, all right. So, well, I don't think that's who it was. Yeah, it was. It was because – When Don Beebe came back and knocked it out of that his That was hand. Leon Lett too. All right. Yeah, so you're thinking of that, uh, that Thanksgiving ice game, game against the Dolphins and yeah. Leon came in and tried to – Pick up the ball. And fumbled and it. When all he had to do is and run to kicked, the sideline. They got another chance to kick it. and One. Last play in the game. <laughs> yeah, because I remember the announcer, the Cowboys announcer's going, oh, Leon. <laughs> now, that guy was one of the dumbest men in America. Uh, was, uh, yeah, but like you said, he came from a small school, and he immediately uh, well won three f- Super Bowls in four years. Thanks, Buffalo. I remember when the Steelers picked up Gordy Lockbaum from Holy Cross. I mean, he didn't last, but I just remember what a great college football player he was at Holy Cross. But but he really, that was at a time and in a conference where the, the talent just it wasn't at the same level talent. No, yeah. no. But you well, know, I, I mean, look at look at Steve McNair. You know, he he was at Alcorn State. You know, but but he set all the passing records, and Duck Hodges breaks all of his records, and Duck Hodges can't throw a football. That Hodges will not take another snap in the NFL. Oh. He he will he'll compete for the third. He should go to the XFL the, next year for the third for the third string quarterback. He'll compete, but he's not going to make it because there's a lot of talk in there about Paxton Lynch actually making this team. You know, as a and backup again, quarterback. Paxton Lynch was a first round draft pick. How many years ago? Three or four. Four. Yeah. And he hasn't done anything anywhere. No. No. But what are you fine? Gonna do? Quit arguing with me. I will have a little more bourbon. No, go right ahead. Thank you very much. I'm done. I'm done. No, I I just want one more because I have to drive. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you have to 
you have to get rid of your cough. See, now what's going to happen? I is, haven't coughed since I started <clears> drinking. No, your 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 cough has has gone away. Like my mom said, well, "What did you do when I was crying when I was a baby?" Oh, no, I didn't do anything. Graham used to rub rum on Wh- your gums. Ra- yep, whiskey. My, what I do? He said, "Well, you fell asleep. You're hammered." My by uh, mine was Jack Daniels on the gums. So yeah, it was just a little little Jack Daniels took care my of. My Graham went pain. with rum. Right to sleep. No, mom, I passed out. That's a di- big difference. So if the Steelers took Robbins, I would not be. I would not be disappointed. I would not. Yeah, I, be I, here's the thing. I don't think the Steelers would take a running back in round two, even if it was Rob Dobbins. Yeah. Um, um, Pittsburgh hasn't hit on a cornerback in a while, and I would say of all one of the positions this year that's decent. I, not explosive, but there's a lot of fast cornerbacks this year. I, okay. I'm not saying that they stood out like combine like other year cornerback drafts because there wasn't. I did the sheets today right. of sleepers, and I usually have two, three sleepers at each position. I barely have four sleepers for the whole draft, um, and most of them are at wide receiver. There's a couple at tight end. Okay. Um, I, I don't have my stuff with me for that because so, it's not what we were going to do today, but – we will have a draft show, a pre-draft show. Um, but getting back to the Steelers, the big news was that uh, Roethlisberger got the okay to throw. Right. So he's throwing again. <laughs> Adam Shine comes out and is like, look how fat he is. Yeah. You know, that's the first thing. Jesus, Listen. These guys with clickbait. Oh, there's, my God. There's no doubt. <laughs> That when Ben Roethlisberger stops playing football. Oh, he's going to be Jerome He'll Bettis. be 400 pounds. He'll be he's Jerome Bettis, totally. And uh, say but, what you want about his lovely wife, but if she's not a gold digger, <laughs> he is one of the ugliest men on the planet. Well. He's got a head bigger than my car. Here's the thing. Here's this is just. He puts this that is just, shitty beard. Here's what blows me away, okay? <laughs> like, these guys. Okay, first of all, Shine or whatever the hell his name is, I don't know he comes That's on. The bourbon talking. He's he comes on and he's he's, oh my god, look at how fat he is, and he's not even really throwing the football. He's lobbing it, and this is the reason why the Steelers should have never traded for Minka Fitzpatrick. They should have just ate the season and drafted a high end quarterback. Yeah. So tank it. You know, that's clickbait. And I'm like, that's total clickbait. That's why I went on a rant last night. Now, he's not a radio talk show host. Right. But but that's like clickbait shit. Like, th- th- that's Listen, a question where I if, fall for it if every I, time. If I sit him in a room and I have Veritas serum from Harry Potter and I stick it in his mouth, it makes him speak the truth. I'm like, do you believe the shit you're saying? Or do you know you're going to get a rise out of a loyal fan base? Okay, and I okay. think that that, that that's was the a answer. very nerdy because I don't know what you're talking about with Harry Potter. Well, but I'm sorry. I can tell you something else. I yeah. fall for that shit every time. <laughs> I just watched a video yesterday about a man feeding crocodiles. It says a uh, crocodile trainer feeds feeds crocs and something major goes wrong. I watched a whole video for like six minutes. Nothing, Nothing happened. went wrong. <laughs> Nothing happened. They circled a they circled like a piece of meat fell in the water in one of the videos or something like that. And I watched the whole six minute video. I wanted to find that kid and strangle him. The best the it. best video was um uh did you see the guy who had to walk in and 
clean something up in that giant cobra pen. And he walks in and he walks in with there's cobras everywhere. It's like the first Indiana Jones movie when he fell in the pit. There's all these all these snakes. And he has like this burlap shield or something like that. And one of the cobras decides to take a shot at him and it hits the bag or whatever. He turns and looks at the cobra and smacks him right <laughs> on the head. I mean, he hits this, the cobra. Yeah, this guy has balls the size of church yeah. bells. You Asshole. know, it's like, and he's just picking up these poisonous snakes and tossing them to give himself a path to walk through. And but but nothing nothing beat the. Uh, oh my god, that fart that. Dude I was left. just gonna bring that up. Oh. Did you see my Twitter retweet? Yeah, that was great. But there, did, you, did you see that he hit it? He hit the tweet. Like you can't see it now. It's not he that, must have no, gotten in trouble. Hit, he hit it because the look on his face and the look on the face of the girl behind him was classic. And some of the lines were hilarious. Oh my god! The one guy said, uh, "What did the third gear?" Ain't, yeah, <laughs> ain't never heard a fart hit third gear. <laughs> And then she was watching him. For these guys that don't didn't happen to see this yesterday. Oh my god! Uh, the great. day before, uh, there is this big black man, and he looks at the camera, and he starts and he's just, to he's fart, just and he's got this smile on his face, oh. and he literally is a thirty-second fart and the, and that the, shifts gears three times. And the lady behind him, she just, just has staring this at her. horrific, horrified look on her face. Like that was it was. So he took brilliant. that down. I don't know if he took it down, but it's like it restricted to who could see it. Oh come on! So, yeah, I retweeted so, it. So <laughs> I I don't know if I don't know if it's even. I'm not afraid to tell you that I almost shit myself uh, laughing at oh, it. Oh, it was so great! It was out. I mean, there's stuff on Twitter. Like I I really believe that Twitter, a lot of Twitter is absolute poison. Oh, but social media itself has ruined media, America. Yeah, but but. This was this was absolutely hysterical. I'm sorry. If I knew how to do this, I would look up my tweets, and I don't know how to do it. Yeah, I I, I know that I looked it up. I've I've already looked it up. I, I would play my, it for you. I looked at my tweets just because and, I, I wish at my I could do it. my tweets and my retweets, and it was it, it's just not there. Like you can't pull it up anymore. Well, you know how like on Facebook you could look to see you could you could search a guy's name, and you can say look at his posts. Yeah, I don't know if you can do that with. I don't think I don't think I can. I'm not a big Twitter guy because I keep it doesn't link the conversations together. If I reply to somebody, my response is above the original one. So you read it first. So See, you don't know what the hell is going on. When you hit it, it says protected tweets. Oh, that so you guy. Kick it. But so there, there's a. Um, uh, I think one of the best <laughs> one of the best quotes was Randy Bauman from WDVE said, uh this is the only acceptable conclusion of the Twitter phrase. I don't know who needs to hear this, but. <laughs> yeah. And well, since we're in here looking at our phones instead of doing the show. Yeah. Breaking news from the NFL. The Cardinals are dealing five-time Pro Bowl guard Trey, Trey Turner to the Chargers for two-time Pro Bowl offensive tackle Russell O'Kong. Interesting. Interesting. So that's getting there. So we got where, does, where does Tom Brady end up? Tennessee. Tennessee? That's my guess. If I, yeah. if I could throw all the money in a sack yeah. uh, of Rabel. I see. I can see that. And I, I think, uh, that. how do you not bring back, uh, fit, uh, who was a quarterback last year, took him for those wins, um, played for Miami for all those years. Oh, yeah. Not, yeah. I, oh, I got Fitzpatrick on the head, and I can't think. Tannehill. Tannehill, yeah. So he's a free agent. 
Tannehill's a free <clears> agent. <throat> so you bring in Brady mm-hmm. with that running game. Right. <laughs> there, I mean, I don't know I if he only s- wants to throw the ball twice a day. I saw the most interesting, like, mind-blowing thing, and I think even S- Stephen A. Smith made some kind of comment about it. Another team in the running for the for Brady? Yeah, this is asinine. I know the what you're going to 49ers. Okay, so here's what they're saying. So people are saying that Belichick traded the 49ers Garoppolo, Garoppolo. on purpose because okay. he liked the coaching staff over there. And now he's going to get him back if for for Brady. Well, here's my problem but with that. The, well, First of all, Brady's not a free agent. Or Brady's a free, Brady's agent. a free agent. So you can't trade him. He's not on right. after March, whatever it is. He's still under contract, I guess. Mm-hmm. You'd have to it. trade other pieces to get Garoppolo, even if... But why would San Francisco... Do, the guy just went to the Super Bowl. I know. I know. They're, that makes they, absolutely They were up by no 10 sense. points. Yeah. We didn't even get to talk about the Super Bowl because we've been... Well, I've been sick and at meetings. But... Um, Super Bowl is what we thought it was going to be. Yeah. And uh, two good teams. All I know is I hit the under, I believe it was. I, I won on that. Yeah. I was afraid to pick a team. Cause I was a as the first freaking Super Bowl, I didn't have any idea who was going to win. I I was the biggest fan of the halftime show. <laughs> Especially Shakira. I haven't seen. Shakira, Shakira more than Jennifer Lopez. Well, I got to be honest. Hot. Yeah, but I mean, Shakira is just beyond hot. I'm sorry. Like I, I, maybe, I have no maybe, way to. I can't comment on that maybe because, because I haven't watched a halftime show. That's when maybe, I pee. Maybe because I, I married, I married a Latina, so I have a great appreciation for 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 that. So she definitely should be celebrated. <laughs> so it's you don't think, lie. So you think if you put all your money into a sack, you're saying that Brady goes to uh, Brady goes to Tennessee. So who that are the would teams? Be my first guess. So who are the teams that are? In for Brady, Tennessee. so I've heard Tennessee. I've heard Indianapolis. Yeah, I don't. I've heard, I haven't heard Indy. I think that's bullshit. Okay, Oakland, Oakland, for two reasons. John Gruden. Well, Las hates. Vegas. Yeah, Las Vegas. But John Gruden hates his quarterback, Derek Carr. Hates him. Yeah, and Derek Carr. Derek Carr's good. Yeah, he is. Um, Gruden who gets Andy Dalton? Gruden doesn't want. Well, I heard rumor he goes to the Patriots. Yes. Yeah. Bill Belichick wants him. Yeah. Now, who would would it surprise anyone if they sign the Red Water Pistol? Wouldn't shock me. In New me England, at all. and he wins eleven games. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me. Twelve games. Wouldn't shock me. Not at all. He's gonna. Now, New England's also gonna need a couple of receivers. Like yeah, three. they need some help. They do. Yeah, they're not, Edelman's they're banged up. Um, he's the only one. You Edelman's have. Edelman's under arrest, jumping on hoods of cars that and stuff an like that. <laughs> Little roid rage going the on. The guy probably revved his engine after two p two a.m. <laughs> I get that on my street all the time. I got one little red sports car whose engine sounds like a golf cart with tinted windows. <laughs> that all he does is go around, drive around the block, See, and floor have, it at green lights. We have somebody in the summertime <sighs> who drives a dirt bike around here. That's all you can hear uh, that for uh, miles. Sounded like that fart. Like. You know, I was like, wah, wah. hits and third like, gear. And I'm like, dude, you're supposed to be on trails with that freaking thing, you know. And he's and just... for one more funny video. Speaking of that fart, mm-hmm. Google cat hits dog after farting. 
cat hits dog after farting. I'll so I'm just going to let you know with this video. You have to look okay. it up on okay. whatever. Go ahead. Been on Facebook, uh, probably YouTube. There's a little dash end, you know, a wiener dog. Yeah. Sound asleep. Well, he rips one. And there's a cat up by his head. The cat literally, that's it. Okay. Yeah. You, the cat literally looks at the dog, looks at the dog's ass, looks at the dog again, and then, fuck, hammers him. <laughs> you get volume up so you can hear the dog fart. It is. It's. We probably can't. I'm not going to play too much. I'm not going to have too much sound on because there's like copyright stuff. These, but yeah. Oh my God, is but that funny? I'm gonna have to watch that. That's that really, the really cat funny. with sound. The cat literally looks offended, <laughs> and he smacks the dog in the face with his paw. The dog gets up like, "What?" That's what? probably what happens to me at night when when my yeah. wife wakes me up. From, I've done something wrong. Yeah. Although she told me I was snoring like a chainsaw last night, so could have been the bourbon. Who knows? But uh, if you can believe it, it's been another hour, and uh, yeah, so. Um, as always, everyone check us out on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, on our email, iHeartRadio Sports Podcast at gmail.com, iHeartRadio, Spotify. We're there now. So, we've always been there. No, we haven't always been on Spotify. We got, uh. it went, it went iTunes. Well, it went SoundCloud, yeah, that iTunes. Was the, that was the piece of shit one. SoundCloud, iTunes. <laughs> then it went Spotify and iHeartRadio. Uh, you know, they were, it took them a while. Yeah. I guess they had to listen to us a few times. <laughs> no. I probably told Roger Goodell to eat a dick too many times. <laughs> but we are going to be having our NFL draft special coming up. We're, again, we're going to try MLB to get preseason. MLB preseason. Paul Wagner is a special We're going to try to get some guests. Um, yeah. And I, you know what? I'd like to pull a couple of those guys from uh, either uh, see if Craig Meyer wants to come back on the show. To yeah, talk now about the season's spring. over. Yeah, talk about uh, pit basketball. And also he can talk some pit football as, a, as, as well. Get Wayne back in here to talk about uh, preseason Penn State football. And uh, yeah, we are gonna have a I'm lot. I'm in a going major uh, MLB fantasy, a uh, baseball fantasy. Yeah, league. that's but right. The problem is, the guys that know baseballs, like, and they know we trust me. The guys in this league, we know every player from every team. The problem is, is the rules are so much different in our league uh, than regular standard scoring. It doesn't quite come over because you're in our league. You're majorly penalized for batter strikeouts. You can only get four subs all year. Uh, you start two players at every position, mm -hmm. except the outfield where you get four. You get five starting pitchers. That's it. Uh, and a closer, and you, you roll with it for the whole year. And you get four changes. So when your starting pitcher loses a couple games in a row, do you use one of your four for the, or do you, for the changes, or do you let them go because you only have four? Um, so it's different than standard – baseball rules so we gotta we gotta talk about that okay well we've got that coming up uh be looking forward to it again reach out to us let us know what you want to hear and uh until next time see you bye guys